0: Yeah. (laughs) My whole house smells like delightful chicken soup right now. Um, And for once, not because I spilled a unheated can of Campbell's soup on my pants, which is usually the reason I smell chicken soup all day long. (laughs) No, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing some home cooking. Of course because we live in a cold barren universe where nothing we do matters and there is no love. Uh-huh. Uh, the one day I finally make chicken and dumplings, it's like 47 degrees outside. It was like, it was like 29 degrees every day this week while I was eating my friggin' Taco Bell and stuff. But the <laughs> moment, the moment that I make uh, a nice hearty chicken and dumplings I had to, like, drive with the windows down when I went to the UPS store. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I feel bad. Well, it wasn't even a UPS store. It's the UPS customer center, which is different from a UPS store. I felt really bad for those dudes. Um, have you, I, you and I, I don't think on the show, but you and I have talked about that UPS store or that UPS customer center mm-hmm. because it has the nicest guy in the world. Like the right, guy who's right. like so fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. He was there. He didn't recognize me cause I was wearing a mask cause I was robbing the place. Oh, and okay. he, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, it's hard. A lot of people have trouble recognizing me with the mask. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, at first, uh, which just goes to show you how much people actually do look at your face and not at your clothes first. Um, I mean I've had people literally take a second to recognize me that I've known for years uh really? because of the damn mask. Uh it's my winning smile but um but no uh like I've went to this so a uh, UPS customer center is actually just a UPS hub where they sell UPS postage. Okay. Uh, in a front room, but otherwise they're a hub. Like you have just as many people there to buy postage as you do people who are like, Hey, uh, you guys attempted delivery of a package at 6 a.m. or whatever. Uh, is it here? Can I pick it up? You know, and then they'll tell them like the person ahead of me, literally that was what they're saying. The guy was like, actually, let me check. And he was like, Hey, it'll be back here no later than 6 p.m. and we're open till nine for pickups. And they were like, Oh, great. Thank you. And he was like, no problem. It's a great place to go. Um, the negative is because what makes it not a UPS store is that they don't sell boxes and tape and packing supplies. Mm -hmm. They don't sell anything but postage. So, and they don't accept cash because they don't keep cash there because it's a very, you know, it's, it's a, it's a slimmed down operation. Most of the people that come into there are just setting down a box that's done and they're like, thanks. You know, and they leave and that's it. Uh, In fact, that's most of my relationship with the people there. The last time I, uh, I was at that UPS to spend money and ship something was when I overnight, uh, overnighted the master copies of Boggy Creek, the series to the producer and distributor. Cause, oh, cause wow, was, yeah. the whole series was now granted we had copies, you know, we had, we had duplicates, but I was still shipping like the master files off. Mm-hmm. So we sent it overnight UPS. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I remember being there and thinking, I actually wrote a letter to UPS about the store, about how good it was. Oh, I mean, email. I didn't write a letter. I didn't sit down with paper, Michelle. I didn't sit down with a pen and paper like you would do.
1: Yeah, I don't know why you didn't do that.
0: <laughs> because I don't care enough. No, oh. uh, because I have terrible handwriting. Like, truly abysmal handwriting.
1: No. no. When was
0: the last time you had to read my handwriting?
1: Sometimes you send me stuff and it has your handwriting on it.
0: Yeah, but then if I want to say something important, I type it instead.
1: Uh, I think Do your I, handwriting is fine.
0: Cuz I I typed that letter I sent you on Christmas, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that's cuz that's that's the real Henrik is typing. <laughs> I uh <laughs> when I was a kid, like when I was very young, uh uh my teachers and stuff uh used to always be like, "Why don't you like take notes?" And uh and I'd be like, "I can't cuz I hate writing with my hands." Uh <laughs> And uh, people, like, when I work on movies and stuff, they're always so annoyed because I'll take all my notes on my computer or on my phone. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't... I do have little pieces of paper in my office, like, post-its, but they have, like, one word that is, like, a code. Like, like on this corner of my screen, there is a guy's name with no context. And I know exactly what that, note, that post-it is supposed to remind me of.
1: Well, I mean, it is someone's name, so I, I hope...
0: Well, but, 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 but I remember like why their name is there and what mm-hmm. I need to remember to do okay. for them or to them. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, we all have our list of enemies and mm-hmm. no, but, um, but no, um, I've always, I've always been a digital note keeper. Um, you like to write, don't you?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. That's,
0: that's, that's what you have. Yeah. That's,
1: what, what, what else do you want? Yeah. I, I like, <laughs> I like to write it. I find, I find typing like really stressful. Not not really stressful. That's not true. But I'm not a very good typer. I'm not very fast. And
0: did you have typing in school?
1: Yeah, but it didn't work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So when I when did do you remember what year you took typing?
1: Um, no, but I think it was either like in middle school or upper elementary school because you know things were different back then.
0: Yeah, didn't you didn't take typing in high school? No. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you're older than me, slightly. I mean... Yeah. We had typing... We didn't even have a typing class. We had a computer something or other class. Yeah, what I mean, it was
1: that's... Yeah, it yeah. wasn't specifically typing. Yeah. It was like
0: word processing and something mm-hmm. else. So, I have plenty of funny stories about that class, though. We had a teacher who I will not name because I just realized it would be slander. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> uh, but we had a teacher who... I wouldn't say this lightly, because I'm like 15 years old.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was on cocaine. His eyes were always red. His nose was always like red. He was always sniffing. And I mean for weeks and weeks and weeks. And when kids got out of hand, he was so aggressive. What and it you- got to the oh sorry. Say. No, it's okay. No, what were you going to
1: say? I was going to say maybe he just had really bad all year allergies and he was angry <laughs> about it.
0: It could be I I I just remember thinking like what is wrong with this guy? And then one of my friends went, dude, he's a cokehead. And I was like, "Oh shit." He's totally a coquette. Um, and then I started thinking like, wow, you're a, you're a computer skills teacher and you can afford cocaine. Wow! Uh, I, there's this movie I like called bloodletting that I used to watch. It came out in the two thousands. And there's a scene where a guy is talking to a girl and she offers him some cocaine and he goes, uh, no, thanks. I try not to do any drugs that cost more than my car. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but no, uh, <laughs> um, but that's not even the best part about that class the best part about the class was that the teacher didn't really know anything about computers. Mm-hmm. He did know how to type and stuff, you know, which was most of what we did was, do you remember, Do you, how did, did they use a thing like, because we had quick ask Zoe. That was how we remembered the numbers. Like, look at your keyboard in front of you. See, it's quick ask Zoe, what stops x-rays? Even dogs can't. Red fish vanish, then uh-huh. grow bigger. <laughs> I don't you know, know if I remember
1: the rest. You're doing but, all this, and I still have no idea where I'm supposed to put my hands.
0: Oh, oh! Well, you put your fingers on the on the on the home keys. <sighs> but I was just saying, like, see how there's a Q, how the Q. Look at the Q. Yeah. Below it is A and Z. Quick, ask oh, Zoe. We go
1: that way. Okay. Yeah. Quick, yeah. ask
0: Zoe. What stops X-rays? Even dogs can't. Redfish vanish, then grow bigger. Um. Oh God. Uh. Oh, I don't remember what yhn and ujm are damn uh i know uh, ujm is under jim's mattress and then i keep commas over long periods peanuts that was (laughs) how we were taught
1: i don't think i learned that way but i don't remember any of it
0: (laughs) yhn was yaks hear noises okay You gotta, Michelle, this is the thing that, you know, the people listening, they don't hang out with me as much as you do. So they don't know how obnoxious it is that I almost always remember everything I've heard, Mm. (laughs) including like, that was, that was a class (laughs) like 20 years ago that I wasn't even paying attention to. And I remembered all of that, but I did want to learn how to type Mm -hmm. because, um, I already was like living on the computer, you know, hanging out on MSN and AOL instant messenger. Uh Uh, don't you miss aim away messages? Yeah, don't I you know. sometimes you could just put up an away message,
1: and then people would look at it and go like, "Wow, she's deep." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You could put lyrics. up an
0: away message about about yeah song lyrics were a big thing on away messages. Yeah. You'd have like, "I'm not here," or, you know. I I'll be right back, but then under it was like song lyrics or or whatever, or trying to be mm-hmm. funny and yeah, uh, <laughs> but. So, we were, me and a couple of my friends in that class, we knew a bit about computers. Uh, My buddy uh, in that class, uh, who was actually, like, I lucked out. He was in that class. He was, like, my buddy who lived down the street. He was, like, the guy I hung out with for most of my teens. He knew a lot about computers because his dad was a computer programmer. Hmm. So, they had this program on the computers called Foolproof. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a security program to keep you from, you know, uh, using programs you're not supposed to, because you're 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 there to learn mm-hmm. or accessing the internet. They had this thing called Foolproof. Well, one day my buddy comes in and he's just like, "Dude, my dad my dad told me how to how to how to stop Foolproof." And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "It's not even that good of a program. It's just a it's just a program. It's mm-hmm. not actually like a security program. It's just a oh. program." And I was like, "Well, then what do we do?" He's like, "There's this uh, there's this search box." Mm-hmm. in uh in the because you know you couldn't access tons of stuff on it he was like there's this search box that it doesn't stop you from using and the search box allows you to see uh you know all of you, you search c drive and then mm-hmm. it just shows you the c drive mm-hmm. but unlike the you know the, the the window that shows you the finder and everything you can delete stuff <gasps> because they didn't control it so all we could do is we would open that up and we'd go to foolproof.exe, delete it, and then restart the computer and it didn't, and then it would fail to operate. It'd fail to activate. A little thing would come up as the computer started up that would say like foolproof.exe not found. And then the computer would just start up normal. <laughs> so then we would like, we would be like listening to music on, on the computers and Aww. we would, uh, we would get on the school network. But my favorite was we, <laughs> We used to do weird things to our computers and act like we didn't know why they were doing it. It was the best. Uh, We figured out that that if we opened up PowerPoint, (laughs) if we opened up PowerPoint and uh, we made a PowerPoint presentation that was just one frame of white and one frame of black and we set it to loop, you know, so it would always loop. And then then we set it to... (laughs) And we set it to... um, you know, uh, to to change frames by every time you hit the space bar. You know, we had it like set like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We could make the space bar stick, and our computer would just be flashing black and white like insanely fast, like mm-hmm. dizzyingly. And we would just be like, oh, teacher, I don't know what's going on." And the computer would just be having like a complete epileptic fit, <laughs> and he'd be like, "What?" The? And he'd like to be touching it; he'd have no idea what to do. Wow. Oh, the, other, the other thing was, we figured out that there that after we removed foolproof, that there were all the sounds that come with Windows. You know, like uh-huh. uh, like the you remember how you could like set it like oh when my computer shuts up, I wanted to play a monkey sound or whatever. I think so. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, uh, they just had stuff like that, so we would access them and we would just play them full. I didn't do it as much as some of the other kids would play it full volume out of their speakers. So like the teacher would just be talking and hear. <laughs> Like, a, like <laughs> super loud, and everyone would laugh. <laughs> and and the best part was, uh, <laughs> the folder was locked, so he couldn't like delete the files they were opening to stop them from doing it. Mm-hmm. All he could do was issue detentions. Wow! Uh, but they would stop once he started threatening detentions until the next day mm-hmm. when they would start doing it all again. Wow! Um, it got to the point where uh, we were playing Doom next to each other, me and my friend in the mm-hmm. class because foolproof proof wouldn't run and we would just hit alt tab uh, you know, so that it would go down and be back yeah, to what we're yeah. used to be. and we used to, the, oh this is the best part I don't want to talk about this forever but this got me really excited because this is a story of my foolish youth and thanks to lockdown I've thought a lot more about my youth than I ever have before huh? and they're not all happy stories but this one I consider a very happy story uh <laughs> Because the teacher didn't know anything about computers, when he was walking by our friends who we knew were playing video games or whatever, because we were passing around CDRs that all you had to do was click oh, on them wow. and they started playing right off the CD, mm-hmm. we would yell at each other, Alt-Tab! Alt-Tab! And he didn't know what it meant! <laughs> That's really embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't a substitute. He was the, the typing teacher. He was the mm-hmm. computer skills teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, I say all this to mention, and I think I have mentioned this on the show, that that was one of the two classes in my entire school career that I actually think <laughs> taught me something valuable. Because I did learn how to type. Uh, and you know what's funny is, I, because I had like lived on my computer thanks to AIM and stuff like that, uh, I used to hunt and peck without looking and only have like some mistakes. Mm-hmm because I just got, you know, muscle memory of just type 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 type. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to switch to the Quick Ask, ask Zoe method and just like type type type, type 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 type. Um I also remember uh being really frustrated because I had a Macintosh at home and the the uh starter keys are different. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, and I was like, "Oh god, what am I going to do? I guess just <laughs> move them over slightly." Oh. <laughs> So, but <laughs> did you have anything eventful in your typing class? I'm guessing it was, oh God, it was no. not I, quite as exciting. No,
1: but we did play Oregon Trail sometimes. Oh, we,
0: we played that in school. Yeah, in, in elementary school.
1: That's literally all I can remember. Dun, of dun. It. And that I don't know how to type.
0: That's it. Dun, dun. You don't know how to type?
1: No, I mean, I can type with my hands, but I don't know what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't want to think about it.
0: Because <laughs> you mean you don't know how to type without looking?
1: no, I do know how to type without looking, oh. but I but like I don't know like the home keys, like I don't know how to do any of that stuff. I just had to learn on my own by myself because I didn't understand
0: <laughs> well i'm I'm sorry that it's been so hard on you it's okay, <laughs> but i'm glad I'm glad that you like to write because you you know handwritten notes are so nice mm. uh. My problem is if I'm handwriting anything, it's not only going to be hard to read, but it's going to be like not thought out well either because like when you type, you really, for me, you really get to think there's no hesitation because you can just backspace.
1: Yeah. I mean, as a thing, like, when you have to
0: scratch letters out and stuff and I feel so stupid. I'm oh. like, great. Now they know I used the wrong there. <laughs> I meant to say there. Damn it. Uh <laughs> So I've just always been, if I'm writing somebody a meaningful note, I type it up and print it because it's like, I just don't, I just don't know. Mm. But, but you also are a drawerist. So you like to draw. Yeah. So, uh, I, I was a bad, I, I, so you want to hear something really sad? Maybe. (laughs) No, uh, when I was a kid, I loved drawing so much. I, I
1: really sad.
0: I literally would fill like books and bo- like spiral bound, you know, notebooks upon notebook upon notebook with just drawings, mm. drawing after drawing after drawing after. I mean, like, because I found a couple of them year, I mean, years ago, but I couldn't believe that like these like hundred and twenty eight page things or whatever were full.
1: Yeah,
0: I was like, I drew that much. I never improved. <laughs> I never got better. I was such a bad drawer. I'm being honest. I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be. I mean, I'm laughing about it because it's sad because I just can't believe that I put so much time and effort into like drawing better and the drawings were terrible. I used to go everywhere with a notebook so that I could draw.
1: Maybe you needed like
0: class. You mean maybe I had no talent?
1: No. That is not what I meant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go on.
1: No, I mean like maybe maybe you could have benefited from like a like a figure drawing class or like a thing where you draw apples. I
0: I used to sit and try to draw like the sink,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it would look awful. Really, it was just the worst. I'm dead serious.
1: Yeah, it's it's weird, like because it's not like it's one of those things where like it's I can't even like. I'm not smart enough to give advice about that stuff. It's more sure. like, it's like, but you just draw the thing. It's right there. You just make the lines. <laughs> <laughs> and and apparently it's not that simple. So I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I, like for me, what blew my mind, the entire reason I'm bringing this up is not because I want to learn to draw or anything.
1: If you do, um, I can <laughs> pretend that I know how to it. <laughs>
0: Um, but the reason I bring this up is that I couldn't believe that I wasn't discouraged sooner. Oh. Like it took me like a year or two to just be like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna draw on this notepad anymore. Oh. <laughs> like, I that's all it's just like I don't know why I wanted to draw uh, well, I do know why I wanted to draw so bad because I was obsessed with cartoons, with like Nickelodeon cartoons and mm-hmm. stuff. Um I remember my favorite drawing I ever drew. Was a football? It was on Halloween because they would let us draw on Halloween, and I drew a football player. I mean, he looked awful, but I drew a football player. But he had no head. Oh, and and he was kicking his head into a brick wall like oh, a football. That's cool. That oh, was so cool.
1: It was cool.
0: So cool. Uh, <laughs> it looked awful though. Um, one of these days, I'll draw. I, I, well, I I made I made the horrible mistake of sending you a drawing. That I did. I tried to draw you.
1: It's totally fine. It looks. It looks like me. It's
0: really. I don't even remember it. I don't want to remember it. I.
1: <laughs> it's on my refrigerator.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> is it? Is it under a magnet that says like you did your best with like a thumbs up that no. isn't all the way up? No. <laughs> Like that. Like, was that Futurama hanging there, baby? And the thumb is just like not even up. (laughs) Uh, I love that you put it on the. This is gonna go right on the refrigerator.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, that's where your cards are. They're on my refrigerator.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, I recently got fed up with all the shitty magnets I had, so I bought those like insanely powerful disc magnets that actually have like a finger warning on them. When you when you open them, it says like "warning: will damage your fingers." Ow. (laughs) Well, it, cause I kept having like, I'd open the fridge door and things would fall out. So I yeah. walked up to like every card. Cause there are some cards I have that I'm like extremely sentimental value about. I don't want mm-hmm. them to ever come off my fridge. So I would just take these little discs of magnet and just snap. And, and it's like, well, that's not coming off the fucking fridge anytime soon. That's for sure.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. I'm not fucking around no mo.
1: Mm.
0: So, but, uh, uh, Oh, wow. That you wanted to le- talk about the letter, yeah. That I you wanted wrote to talk to. about the UPS store, I think. Yeah, is what
1: I was yeah. you were talking about the letter that you wrote to them because they were so good. Oh,
0: yeah, to, UPS, to the UPS corporate. Yeah, so I came in one time with some stuff, and I didn't know that, that they weren't a UPS store. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And
0: no joke, the guy was like, well, let me see. And in a in a big empty side of the room in the corner, he just had discarded boxes and huh. packing material for just whoever needs it. And I was like, man, this place is great. And the guy was super nice. And he like got me all set up. And he got it shipped out. Uh, also, every time I come in and drop something on the box, I say, like, it's all set. And he's like, it's already out of here. <laughs> like that, he's just fun. I like him. Yeah. I gave him a candy cane one Christmas.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: And he was very appreciative. So, wow. I don't know how that turned into to talking about that typing class is really wow. Um oof. Michelle, you didn't even comment on my new glasses.
1: They're really nice. Yeah. I,
0: I like them. They're a little tight. I'm not going to lie. Oh. I mean, tight. They're tight.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're tight.
0: They're yeah. tight. Like, they yeah. hurt my head. Because they're <laughs> tight. <laughs> Um, but no, so, well, today, today has been a bit of an adventure and you've gotten to, you were able to participate in it because you were being really cool and being flexible about when we could sit down and record the show because I had, uh, like everything in the world to get done today. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it all culminated with the UPS store and then coming home and starting the chicken and dumplings, <sighs> which I'll enjoy on the warmest day. Um. Ever? Yeah. I'm Um, sorry. I I told you about how I accidentally left my furnace off, right, all night. Yeah. Like a freaking really cold night. So I shut my furnace off when I record weekly spooky. And I must. I don't know why I didn't remember to turn it back on because what I usually do is my furnace is you know behind a like a sliding door thing, a metal sliding door thing, and it's always closed. And I walk by it to go to the bathroom, so I just leave it open if the furnace is off because then I'll go. Hey, wait a second. You know, uh-huh. turn it back on. But I must have closed it from habit or something. But, but I love that. I usually keep my house at around. I usually, I, I like to keep it at like 66 or 67. Uh-huh. But my mother will yell at me. I mean, she doesn't live here. And she'll yell at me for keeping it low. So I've been keeping it at 69, 70. Because that's oh, what wow. she says. We'll keep it. She's like, keep it there. Um, also, we had that pipe issue. And she's afraid it'll get too cold. So, uh-huh. Just like you know, but so I just love that my mom's like, you have to is like controlling the thermostat, and she's not even here, yeah, doesn't live here, she hasn't lived here in 15 years, uh, in this house, uh, but like, so, uh, I wake up in the morning and I and literally I slept like a log, but I wake up in the morning and I like get out of bed and I like put on my my robe, and I just like, oh, it's a little cold in here, and I go and let the dogs out, and then I'm like, huh. I'm going to check the thermostat. I look at the thermostat. It says 53 degrees. Wow. <laughs> my, my stupid body is just like, oh, it's a little cold. It's like, well, it's, um, I don't know math very well, but that's like a lot of degrees less than it's supposed to be.
1: Yeah. It's like fi- almost 15 ish. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 A lot colder than it's yeah. supposed to be. Uh, so yeah, I felt really stupid. Um, that's okay. Have you ever? You don't. You probably. I mean, why? See, most people. Why would they ever shut their thermos their furnace off? You know, in yeah. the winter.
1: I mean, plus I don't have forced hot air, so it's it doesn't make the same sound that your your you know furnace makes when it comes on. It's very very quiet,
0: sort of. Oh yeah. What's your? You you have what? What do you have?
1: I have radiators like in a boiler, mm-hmm. That's cool. That's yeah, old school. Yes. So they just get hot. They they just get hot, and then the ex-lays on them. That's it. <laughs>
0: Until she hears a sizzle, then she gets off. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, my, my heater is really loud, um, unfortunately. Um, it just is. They so,
1: forced hot air, they just are. They're just
0: they're, loud. Yeah. yeah, they're loud. Uh, in, in this room where I record, it's not super loud, mm-hmm. but, it, it, but then it's inconsistent because it'll kick on and kick off and kick mm-hmm. on and kick off. So plus uh the, the office room in my house is like the warmest room in the whole house. So you know, if I shut it off and record a podcast for 2 hours, I don't care. Like mm-hmm. and the dogs don't care cuz they they brought fur coats with them. So um that was the funniest part. The dogs don't give a damn. They're like they're like mountain dogs. They're just like, "Yay, let's hang out in the frigid air." Yay. Yeah. Um speaking of, I feel like this show is mostly about my dog's experiences at the vet because my God, I feel like I'm <laughs> always at the vet. Uh, Henwolf had a growth on her ribs mm-hmm. and it scared me very much and upset me very, very much. So I took her to the vet and it's fine. Uh, it is, uh, I forget the name, but it's a tumor full of fat.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So That's weird. Well, I was scared because she's, she's prone to cysts and growths and tumors, but they're, and they've always, you know, knock on wood, they've always been benign mm-hmm. um, to the point where we don't get shocked when she has a new growth on her skin. Cause it's just normal. Mm-hmm. She's just a, a tumor-y dog. Yeah. Um, but this one was like attached to her ribs and I'd never had. I'd never had her have something like that. It was always like obviously in her skin, yeah. you know, not yeah. against her. So the vet took a needle and took a little bit of the goop from inside the growth out and uh, sa- immediately said, this is fat because this mm-hmm. is a fatty tumor. So in fact, she brought the slide out to me and showed me, she was like, I looked at it under a microscope, but I didn't even need to. She literally said, cause look, it looks like olive oil. Like it just slides. Yeah. It wants to slide because it's just pure fat yeah oh dog, so, huh. dog fat dog <laughs> fat a delicacy um <laughs> but so um wolfie's doing very well um I was very scared that she wasn't gonna be yeah. well. I get paranoid because I got them older,
1: yeah,, mm-hmm. you know?
0: that's all that's why I get scared, you know that and because I'm a stress pot.
1: Yeah, I mean that doesn't help. Probably.
0: (laughs) I mean it uh, probably doesn't help. So uh, I want to go back to talking about drawing. Oh, okay. When did you first start drawing? I don't know. You have to know.
1: No, I don't know. I guess just I've just been drawing forever. Like literally, I don't know. I mean, when was I not?
0: So naturally good at it compared to me. Oh yeah, totally.
1: I was always really good at it.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. Here's I. I mean, I know. I know that you can't literally pinpoint the moment you started drawing because I can't. I mean, I'm not even a drawer, and I can't pinpoint the moment I started drawing before I stopped. You know, I can't even pinpoint when I stopped exactly either. So, I mean, you know, I'd still doodle in notebooks and stuff. Good. You know, I, I guess, uh, you know, in, in, textbooks, you draw a little, Yeah. you know, you know what I used to do, this is terrible. I used to draw in my textbooks, mm-hmm. uh, on the little top corner, I used to draw a clock like with the, the, and so it was a flip book. It would like, Oh, okay. The- I got that from Pete and Pete. Oh, there was an episode where Pete saw a clock go and moving in a flip book in his, in his textbook and he kept flipping it and flipping it and flipping it. Mm-hmm. And before he knew it, the class was over, and he hadn't heard anything the teacher had said. And because of that, he was getting ready to fail a, a pop quiz. Oh! And then the best part is, uh, he finds out that the guy who's the janitor at the school got that same book, and the same thing happened to him, and it ruined his whole life because oh, he failed one no. pop quiz.
1: Oh no! <laughs>
0: so Pete and Pete, baby. Um, yeah. But do you remember like things you were really into drawing? Did you draw like? things out of your imagination or did you draw like cartoon characters you'd already seen you know like what was uh what was little Michelle uh you know scratching off
1: um it was (laughs) it was pretty just similar to me now like I drew I I didn't draw I drew a lot of just like I like made up characters a lot and just
0: really sad characters
1: no they weren't that sad yet actually (laughs)
0: So that guess, came later.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um that yeah. Um but yeah, I mean that that was my thing. I like to draw like little characters and stuff like that. And,
0: you you draw like you draw like um did you have did you have like any characters you remember that you drew?
1: Like I no, there were like little princesses for a while or something. I think they were princesses. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> She's laughing cuz I laughed and pointed at her silently. <laughs> Uh, you draw little princesses.
1: I guess. I mean, I don't remember like what they were exactly. Like they weren't like just regular people princesses. Like they had special powers and stuff. You know.
0: Normal. Oh, yeah, like, like princesses. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I I I I I could tell you the character I created that I used to draw, and it's really dumb, and okay. you're gonna hate it. Oh God, I can't even believe I'm remembering this. I should have like blocked this out. Uh, in like in some kind of a therapy, uh, no, I I liked superheroes when I was a kid, Mm -hmm. uh, especially the X Men. Mm -hmm. I used to like struggle to draw Wolverine, but it wasn't that hard because of the weird, you know, the the curl, the curled up swish thing from his eyes. So you could, I could draw him and be like, that's Wolverine. And I remember I used to sit, um. In my bedroom when I was a little kid with my VHS tape of, of X Men, and I used to pause it so I could like look at them to try to like draw, you know, how they were shaped. Yeah. I remember because one time, uh, my one of my mom's friends showed me how to draw muscles by just drawing like kind of like, you know, art like C's, mm-hmm. like wide C's, letter C's to make like kind of look like muscles. So I was drawing like these muscly superheroes, and uh, I drew, oh god. I'm so embarrassed because I, I I remember I would draw Spider-Man, but I got too frustrated by how long it would take to draw the the web on him yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, I invented my own superhero. Uh-huh. The stupidest superhero ever. Like, even by child standards, I should have been arrested uh, and put in some kind of a re-education camp. But I'm building it up a lot because I can't believe I'm even going to tell anybody because, like, Aww. This is the p- the few people who listen to this, and you are going to be the only people who know about this because Aww. I'm going to take this to my grave. Uh, I drew a superhero, um, and he had like a like a circle design thing on his chest that said EPM.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh God, EPM stood for. <laughs> stood for every power man
1: oh wow that's really good because then he can just do anything he can just
0: do anything so so that way no matter what i drew him in he could just do whatever you could have he could fly he could have super strength he could have laser vision he could have freezing breath x-ray vision
1: (sighs) okay so just just question follow-up question how (laughs) how how about how old were you when you were drawing every power man
0: Five, six, seven, maybe a little older.
1: I think that's totally acceptable. Last week. Yeah, I mean, if you still draw him, it's okay. If you want, I could draw him for you. Oh my god. (laughs) No, I mean, you know, I understand wanting a a, like that kind of superhero, though, because it's just it would just be fun, you know.
0: It wasn't fun. He had like a very dark backstory. His, his mother and father had fled to Central America in order to escape the Nazis, but they were captured by the drug cartel and sold into heterosexual slavery. So every power man was left wishing he had the one power that really mattered. What? The power to go back and to when he was a child and save his parents. Yeah. But then he did have that power because he has every power. <laughs> yeah. So he went back in time and realized that He'd forgotten that when he was a child, he was the one who sold them into heterosexual slavery. Oh, my
1: God. Right? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I like that it's heterosexual
0: slavery. (laughs) I I misspoke. I meant to say homosexual slavery. (laughs) (laughs) Or homoerotic slavery was what I meant Uh to say. But I actually said heterosexual slavery. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm looking forward to the dark and gritty reboot of every Power Man coming very soon.
1: I actually really like that. The like, oh, I'm the one who did it. I just blocked it out, and then the movie just ends, and he just goes, "Oh," and then that's the end of the movie.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 I mean if you want the comic rights to every power man, I'm sure I can make you a deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Why did we just stomp all over my child? Good though. You know, it no, had it coming. It,
1: it's not it's not it's I it's totally a reasonable superhero to make. I don't understand. Like you I was literally
0: just, by definition it's unreasonable.
1: You you think it's unreasonable for like a five year old, though? Yes. I I was drawing, like, little princesses with, like, ocean powers. Like, what do you want?
0: I was asking my mother about life insurance uh, quotes for myself when I was five. Oh, okay. I was a weird little adult kid. (laughs) Did I ever tell you that story about when my mom asked me what I would do with the money I'd inherit when she died? Cause she's, my mother's morbid. I don't know if you know that. My mother's a very morbid woman. And she asked me that when I was like seven, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Uh, you know, but she was being playful. She wasn't like, what are you going to do when I'm gone? What are you going to do? But she was just like playing around. And she like, so what are you going to do? I mean, when I'm gone, like I would leave you my money. What are you going to do with it? And she, she's the one who told me the story. I don't remember it. Uh, mm-hmm. she's the one who told me this but she said that I sat there and I thought and then I said probably mutual bonds <laughs> I'm sure I heard it on television
1: yeah I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm not, yeah. I'm not I'm not
0: actually saying I was like some like yeah. Um, but then but then the funniest part is that mom said <laughs> why mutual funds and I guess little eight-year-old Damien from the omen me uh, turned to her and said because they're less risky than traditional stocks <laughs> My mother's told that story for years, and apparently it's true.
1: (sighs) Oh, good. Good. Be responsible with your inherited money.
0: I... That's the thing. I got less reasonable and less responsible the older I got Mm -hmm. I did the backwards I was like when I was four I wanted to be a doctor you know and by the time I was 16 I was like I want to be a filmmaker it's like I'm working my way up to cowboy and astronaut (laughs) (sighs) what did you want to be when you grew up
1: Uh, like maybe a marine biologist for a while
0: Okay, good. I'm I'm, I'm glad I wasn't the only boring child with no dreams. (laughs) Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.